when you get out on stage, you're going to go, oh, guess what? There is no mirror. I don't know what I look like. That's why practicing with the mirror is get in position, then look. Howdy, everybody, and welcome to episode 205 of the SupersetYourLife.com podcast, your weekly workout motivation to fuel your life inside and beyond the gym. Jimmy is back again this week to pick up where we left off last week, getting into men's physique posing. If you're not familiar with Jimmy's backstory, last Friday's episode was 203, where we went over his three core moves and natural watershed for shredded abs. It was a good one. He shared his life-changing story about having made a comeback to competing after experiencing heart surgery, and also how Coach Mark and Mr. Austin met having both competed in men's physique three weeks ago together. While the experience of the show is still fresh in our minds, we thought that we'd take advantage of this opportunity to continue our Posing 101 series with Men's Physique Posing. So that will be our topic of the day. Is it okay if we pray before jumping in, sir? Absolutely. Awesome. So James 3, 2 through 5. I'm going to read this one first, pal. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a mature man who is also able to control his whole body. Now, when we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we also guide the whole animal. And consider the ships, though very large and driven by fierce winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So too, though the tongue is a small part of the body, it boasts great things. Dear Father, guide our words today. Be present in our conversation that the listeners may learn a technical skill or a piece of inspiration or something that truly makes them happier, healthier, and more fit tomorrow. It is in your name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Austin, how are you doing since our talk last week, my brother? What's new with you? Great, man. Great training week. have to say that for sure. Great, great training week. Um, still pulling the abs down three times a week. Um not adding anything to them, just doing the usual three. Well, actually, I did added a, added a fourth, added the leg ups, but you know that's just to flatten everything out. So, other than that, great week, great week. God's been good. Good stuff. I, I have to confess, I have not put into action your advice on the Russian twist yet. I've been training legs three days a week and upper body two days a week, and um, probably going to start doing those a little bit on the end of my on, on the end of my leg workouts. But that stuck with me a lot. Um, got a lot of positive feedback from that episode too. So thanks again for for your time on that one. Oh, just um, so you know, the funny thing is, you think about that exercise is it so blows up that lower area and then through and the way it brings everything together as far as all the way up through your obliques. I mean, start doing those, coach, and you'll see in a matter of a month your obliques begin to look more like a finger as they come down. It just they just I I I love those things, man. Russian twists are seriously probably one of my favorite exercises. I'm ready. I'm good. Yeah, we're keeping it tight in the off season. And so um, I'll see probably like around January if we have any improvements there. You're <laughs> <laughs> the best. Okay. So you said that before uh, before we hit record just now that you are not a bodybuilder. And that kind of that kind of threw me, but uh, but I love your perspective on it and where you and where you went with it. So what why do you why do you say that you're not a bodybuilder and that you're an athlete that likes to build your body instead? What's the difference? I've done I mean, I've done a lot of sports, dabbled in sports. I played basketball pretty much my whole life, you know, always the last guy chosen being the short white guy, but always go, God, this guy can play ball. And and you know what? I just kind of I know that that 
being in the gym helps us in so many ways. So I'm a, I'm an athlete that just likes to build my body. My favorite sport, favorite thing to do is surf. I'm a, I'm a surfer through and through, but bodybuilding has really helped me surfing and especially controlling my board. Um, but yeah, I mean, I always have looked at myself as an athlete. Like I said, I was, when I was younger, I was a professional uh, cyclist and I've always dabbled in many sports, played volleyball, two-man volleyball, beach volleyball, um, you know, cycled, mountain biked, triathlons, but I've always been in the gym and built my body. So what we don't want to become as bodybuilders is the, is the, is the people that have a lot of, a lot of muscle and have great body composition, but you're just not really athletic in other areas of life. And I just feel like primarily speaking, we all as a human species should be able to, to go for a jog, to be, to go for a run. You know, I feel, I feel like, uh, body weight exercises like, uh, chin-ups and like dips are, are great push-ups. Um, I think that as bodybuilders, we can lose sight of the fact that we're athletes still. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people, they get, they, they fall in love with the sport so much. I mean, you know, truly I did. Um, and they kind of get away from the roots. Where, where did you come from to get to bodybuilding and why did you get away from it? I mean, if you got away from it because maybe you got injured and then being in the gym helps you get healthy, then continue to do your sports, continue to do what brought you to bodybuilding. I do. I don't, I, I will never stop surfing. Sorry. I'm going to be 80 and I'm going to surf. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, last thing, last thing before we get in, last thing before we get into posing, I'm going to run this one by you. Um, my, my philosophy is usually kind of been the opposite actually, is that um, I feel like, I feel like we're all bodybuilders if we're in the gym and we want to change our body composition in any way. So it's just two different ways of basically saying the same thing, but I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of athletes out there that um, how they look is important to them. And that's half the reason that they're playing the sport in the first place. And so going to the gym in a lot of cases, I think should just be supplemental to whatever your lifestyle is outside of it. Focus on hypertrophy when you're in the gym, use the machines, what they're good for, and then track practice. Great. Do what you normally do. Yeah, I, I agree. And like you said, there's two ways to look at it. You can look at it as you're an athlete who body builds your body or you're a bodybuilder that's an athlete. Yeah. Same thing. Just continue to do what you love to do. Right. Don't get away from it. Yep. That was that was an inverse or a converse. I don't know. I can't remember. Math, <laughs> math, math class was too long ago. <laughs> okay. Posing. I'm going to run by you how I do men's physique posing, if that's okay. And then how... Absolutely. Okay, great. And then like how I normally teach it, and then you can throw in your two cents worth. So... Um, uh, I, I, we teach across the board, every single category that every single pose has three parts. First one is feet. Second part is hips and legs more so in one category. And then the rest of your upper body is the third category. So your questions that you're asking yourself when you're doing, uh, when you're looking, when you're assessing your feet, for example, are mainly like what direction should your toes be pointed? Um, what, which foot is going to be supporting your body's weight? And then, or, or are both of them going to be supporting your body's weight? And then hips and legs with most poses, like a slight forward tilt in your pelvis is going to help with flat symmetry and expanding your rib cage. So you want to ask yourself what looks and feels natural to you otherwise, as far as your legs and your hips go. And are you displaying your calves? Um, upper body, lats should be wide and visible on every single pose. Relax them. Do not flex them. Um, you need to let your lats expand like wings. And then as far as your abs go, you can pick between whether you want to do a vacuum or flex your abs, whichever looks better given your physique and the stage lighting. So then all visible muscles, figure flex is what we call. So not like a hard flex, but just like a soft flex, kind of like classic physique, 
Um, here again, <clears throat> a little uh, a little bit softer than what like um, full on open men's bodybuilding would look like. How does that sound as far as just like general practices and general rules for the poses? Absolutely perfect on every one of them. Feet, important, um, the direction of your feet, the width of you keep your feet apart, uh, placement of the second foot. Um, one of them, the primary leg is the leg that you put the weight on and, and the way you look at it. Um, hip, slightly tilted. Um, uh, and then upper body, absolutely. One of the things in upper body that, that I have learned is we all have um even even the guys that are at the pro level now have found a way to get past their their um okay you know we have, all have that body dysmorphia we have a, something that you you have a, a lat that might be slightly dragging a little behind that as far as growth because we all have one short leg one long leg and we have to uh, you know train accordingly so that everything comes out evenly and, and and it's something that we all have everybody will say i don't have that but actually you do um and so it's how you present your in if your you upper don't body. think you do then do a contest prep and you'll figure it out when you're about five weeks out and you're like right oh, when you kind of go hey, wait, didn't do that until i got really lean and now that lat is like way bigger than my other lat how'd that happen overnight <laughs> and that's and it's how you present yourself in your upper body which arm should be um which arm should be on hip which arm should be what we call your loose arm um, like we had shared last week, we night before the show had changed my my arm placement from right arm being on hip and left being loose and changing it to right to to or left to right, which kind of threw me off a little bit. But it really made the my 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 lat width stand out. Um, but last minute morning of show, as we were uh, going through the motions, my coaches were like, "Look, I want you to do." what he named the Superman. I want both hands on your hips and I want you to turn, keep that leg placement and hip placement slightly tilted forward, exactly the same, but I want you to stand and I want you to turn your body more of like a 60 degree angle instead of the 45. Your waist is still gonna look small, but you are going to pop. And my width was was dynamic as far as, and it, and it showed in my obliques and everything. So we changed it because he had seen when he changed it the last minute that that my right lat um because i have a slight scoliosis to my spine i have a little push to that side and so it makes that lat for some reason look smaller and so we discovered that and so we changed it to more of a straightforward like i said about a 50 to 60 degree angle which made me look um made me look much better on stage so it's discovering what works because everybody's different as far as your 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 uh, what we call your weight leg um to your to your like you said are you flexing your ear is your leg this back as you have some calf flex probably the most important part of of making your waist looks smaller um is that slight tilt of the hip and like you'd said is you want to do a vacuum or if you want to uh do a flex is tilting those hips forward slightly i mean it's not like it's a big Correct. push but it's enough to where you're because if you pitch your hips forward you bring your shoulders back it's like this natural movement you have to and it brings width to your to your upper body if you do it right you tilt your hips forward it's like natural um for those guys who don't work their rear delts which is a lot of people so yeah <laughs> you could tell those people yeah <laughs> what what you what you were saying just earlier too about scoliosis what i i didn't know that you that you had scoliosis too that's 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 really interesting but yeah you're, you're absolutely right everybody's bone stru bone structure it's 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 different. So like what we're what we're saying works for us, but that's why that's why we, we like doing these on audio only podcasts because everybody has
has a different way of explaining it. And, and, and until you hear it three and four and five and six different angles, then that's when it really starts to click. But um, on episode 67 of our podcast, we interviewed um, Todd Rogers. He's actually one of our past clients, but it's called The Shredded Acrobat on Discipline, Commitment and Following Through. Kind of this, kind of like what we were talking about earlier. This is this is a gentleman that's a bodybuilder. He has a great physique. He just doesn't compete, but he does like all kinds of crazy stuff that I can't do. <laughs> and he's a he's a pretty motivational dude. And he's a great dad too. On, on, on top of all that, uh, but he's got scoliosis, so his his story is uh, pretty inspiring. Just wanted to add that in there too. Awesome. Uh, so let's get into the front pose. The judges are going to say face the front, and what we're going to start with is is our feet. Okay. So about shoulder width apart, um, I teach to point your toes at about a 90 degree angle to show leg thickness because we're still looking for an X frame. We're still looking for a V taper. And, and part of the way that you're going to show that narrow waist is by positioning your legs properly. And in today's day and age, I think that men's men's physique, just as a category, I've got I've, I've got to say they've come we've come we've come a long ways over the last five years to where it used to be nobody, none of them trained legs. <laughs> and now, um, yeah, and now, now everybody, people, yeah. Now everybody's like filling out their shorts because like they, they see how important it is. You know, it's like there, there's, there's, you, you have two guys that have the exact same waist size. And then one guy has bigger legs than the other guy, the guy with the bigger legs just has a 10 times better physique, man. Okay. Sorry. End of that rant. Um, so you're going to position your toes at about, at about a 90 degree angle because that's, what's going to show that uh, more of that shape. And then all of your body's weight, you're going to want to keep it on one leg. Um, and so, and so in, instead of being evenly distributed across, uh, across both legs, you're going to have all of your weight on one leg and evenly distributed across that foot. Then your non-standing leg, the toes are going to be touching the floor only. So no heel. Um, as far right. as hips and legs go, then hips are going to be tilted forward slightly, uh, twist slightly forward. Um, to, excuse me, toward the, the the supporting leg to shrink your waist a little bit. You don't want to twist too far to make it like a side pose or anything. Still make sure that it's a front pose, but you can usually twist just a little bit <clears throat> without getting in trouble, depending on who's judging. And then upper body, um, you want to have your chest up nice and high. Your abs can be vacuumed or you can crunch them. You have a choice there. Again, whatever looks better on your physique. Um, your arms should sit on top of your lats as if if you spread them correctly like they're balloons filled with air and then optional place one hand on your hip um only if you only if it doesn't ruin your lat symmetry though because that can it can make it can make it it can make one of your lats look smaller and kind of hide it if you're not careful and then the last right. thing is to make sure that you smile on that pose <laughs> smile yeah, especially friend? on the front pose because yeah they look for that smile so they do so yeah they they look to make sure that you're not and the key to everything that you just said, coach, is, is you're, you're not up there flexing. You don't right. want to look like you are um, struggling because in your movement, as lean as you are and as conditioned as you should be coming in, your movements as you're turning and as you're moving, putting in your little secondary twists that, you know, a lot of people put in a little twist in there. They, they kick out an arm when they're turning or they do a, 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 a uh, a side of reach out so that people can see, you know, so judges can see different body parts, or, uh, different muscular. You don't want to flex. You're not flexing through. And you shouldn't be flexing through any of that because as, as conditioned as you should be, it's going to show um, in your movements and in your and when you're posing. Um, there was something that I was um, that I was 
thinking I, I i remember a guy um at the vancouver cup who the guy looked phenomenal i mean he had a, an amazing physique and i can't I, I can't remember his first name but i think his last his last name was martinez he this this young guy he was like 22 or 23 look i mean amazing problem with everything was is all he was doing was flexing and he was looking like he was having a terrible time hmm. looked like he didn't enjoy one bit of what he was doing um, and I noticed that after he got off stage, there's a couple of judges that went to him and had said something to him. Um, and then I went at the night show. I, rem I remember seeing that he had gotten fourth, even though he had this amazing physique. Um, it's that his physique only looked amazing, though, is as when he walked out. And when he walked back, he didn't look good when he was on stage because he was so busy flexing and looking ter looking like he was having a terrible time because he wasn't smiling and he was grunting and groaning and and they were just like that's that's not what this category is this is not you don't, you shouldn't be flexing right you be pulling pulling your shorts up and flexing your quads so that everybody can see your quads who cares we, we don't want you flexing we want you to look amazing but not trying to look like you're trying to look amazing right <laughs> but it, there's the epitome of physique get out there have a great time smile i mean um in in the in the 60s class at northwest the guy that i was competing against dean who i've become very good friends with i mean the guy was just like he walked over grabbed my hand when he got called for a second and grabbed my hand and lifted my hand up to you know and i'm like wow this is like this is like really cool i mean i'm not competing against the guy and this guy's making this fun and we're right. both having a, we both had a great time on stage and and, and then as we went back and, and came back out in the 50s it was the same way every guy you know, there were seven, I think seven guys. Every guy was having a great time. We were all smiling, having a good time. And we made what we were doing fun. We're the, we're the old guys in the sport, but we were making it fun. That, that that's, that's the way it should be. I'm so glad that you went on that rant too. Thanks for that. Because that's, that's like my biggest pet peeve, man. Every single posing class, I don't care what category you, you're doing. Smile, okay? Like show some appreciation to the people that are there. I I I I believe that if you don't smile when you're on stage, I think that I think that that's rude, and I think I think that's sending a bad message to the spectators. And then we're wondering why people don't want to come watch the sport in the first place. But people are coming because they want to be entertained, right? It's like if a if your if your waitress at a restaurant isn't smiling when she's serving you, it's like you're probably not going to tip her as well. <laughs> you know, it's like right. I don't so, know if, like, if I go to a body, if I, if I go to, yeah, I'm with, I'm with you, man. Like if I'm, if I'm watching a show, I don't want to see a bunch of angry people up there. Like I want, I want to see people that are having fun and people that, and people that are like actually motivating. It's like, wow, why would yeah. I, why, why, why would I, why would I diet as hard as you, as you did and train as hard as you did to look like you and be like you? No, <laughs> no, I don't want to be like you. And it was actually at a, one of the shows that, that I'd done that Dominic current is one of the head NPC judges had come to me and he said, you know, he goes, I got to tell you, man, it doesn't matter what you look like you are always smiling he goes he goes you know what he goes i wish i knew i could be up there when you're doing your back pose i want to see if you're i would like to see if you're smiling and i go i'm always smiling back pose front pose walking out walking back i'm smiling i'm backstage making jokes it's like you know i want this sport to be fun and and uh and i want it to continue to be fun and for me i mean it's there's a lot of hard work that goes into what you do and what coach yeah. uh what mark does and what i do it's a lot of hard work but I have fun doing it. Yeah. So if I can encourage um, certain people, especially when you're in the gym and there are people that are there, the motivation that I get in the gym isn't from the guy that's bigger than me, built better than me. Um, it's the guy that's in there or the girl that's in there that's that's overweight or very, I mean, or I've actually met a girl 
like five or six years ago that I, I seen her probably right before the show. She looks amazing. She went through an ana through ana anorexia and now she's, she's not doing the sport, but God, she looks amazing um, to get through those kind of issues. And big John, um, this young kid that was 350 pounds, that's now 250 pounds and still training like a madman in the gym. That's motivation for me to yeah. see these people that, that and, and they're smiling and they're walking up and talking to people. And that's what it's about right there. Yep. You know, I mean, we're doing this sport. We're going to walk on stage and we're going to discourage people like that. Like, oh, I just, this is so not fun. I'm yelling at people on prep and everything. You know why? I mean, this sport should be fun from A to B. I know it's hard. Trust me. I know it's hard. I've done a few, but man, we need to keep this being fun so we can keep, continue to grow our sport. They say that the bodybuilding portion of our sport is down like 45%. In, in, in the amateur area, it's down 40, the bodybuilding category is down 45%. And I didn't believe that until I, at Northwest, I went and I was like, there were a total of maybe 12 bodybuilders in all the categories. And I went, whoa. And then in the other categories, you know, there were like 95 classic physique and like 85 physique. And I'm like, what's going on? You know what? I was, I was surprised too. I was surprised to see how many, how, how many classic there were and how many men's physique there were, but not, but not as many open bodybuilders. Yeah, it was very, I was like, whoa, maybe that is become, becoming true. I don't know why, why, why it's down. I mean, I think it, in all categories, would I do classic physique? I don't know, maybe another 20 pounds. And I don't have the, <laughs> I don't have the physique to carry 20 more pounds, but yeah. it would be, it would be interesting to, to maybe experiment with it and do it. But I, I've singled out physique as the thing because it, it's just something that I, it's like, you know, you pick a particular sport and you get really good at it. It's like, well. I mean, a lot of guys do all three categories and um, which is okay, I guess, but I'm a physique guy and I always will be because of what, you know, you, you talked about the posing um, again, find the poses in physique front and back. What work best for you shows you off perfectly for you and then add a little flair. And like I said, with a little flair, like when you're doing your back pose, you turn around and you get back and you pop a double tricep before you pull your shoulders back for your lat. Or when you're turning back to the front, you do a little quick reach out so you can show the depth of that latissimus dorsi line with your oblique line before you come back to the front and do your thing. Add a little flair in there, but don't, I mean, I'm sorry, don't get up there and dance. I mean, there are guys that I've seen get up there and like okay they don't ask for a double bicep they're not asking for you know most muscular they're this asking is, this for is not a front... full-blown posing routine pal you're <laughs> right. supposed to get up there and smile and sh show your physique off and get off the stage <laughs> next <laughs> right but add a little add a little flair that shows off your strengths for sure and, and and i mean but don't over don't overdo it because you really only have if you're going out to your original pose when you get called out on stage you have front then you got to go to your back then you come back to your front. That's what they're judging you on until they get you in the lineup. Yep. So don't do a dance routine, but show with a little bit of flair what what your body looks like. Because they're judging you the moment you walk out there to the moment you walk off stage. You're being judged. That's right. Um, and, and that's something I'll throw in there, too, that we didn't talk about. Resetting. If you are on stage and you relax, I mean, just kind of do a and you get back in position they are going to see you do it. Yep. And they are immediately going to think, probably dehydrated. He probably needs to drink water. He's cramping. Um, some, they're gonna, they think something. And it's like, you're being judged on it. So when you do a reset, um, 
uh, how can I, I'm going to say the words, but I'm going to try, I'm going to get up and kind of do a thing is you're going to be in position. So you can see me coach. I've got, I'm doing both hands on the hips. You can't really see my legs. So I'm doing both hands on my hips to do kind of the Superman thing. Got my hips forward, got my abs rocked. So now here I am standing and okay, let's just say um, they're taking a long time with judging some guys or guys are taking a long time with doing their routine. And I want to reset, but I want to reset where the judges are going to turn and look at me and they're going to be scoring me. So I'm going to my back leg that has no weight on it. I'm going to pull it back to its to a position that's close to my weight leg, bring my arm up and then kind of do a little like a little stutter step with both legs and then go right back into my position. And I'm going to be doing it like I went out there and originally set my pose. So that's what you want to do for a reset. You want to bring the legs back to it, close to your, your weight leg, little stutter step, and then bring them back out. Even if you bring them, I bring my hand and my leg back to the same position at the same time and reset. You want to reset like you're still up there posing for the judges. You don't want to relax, take a couple breaths, shake your arms out, and then get back. You do not want to do that on stage. You 100%. want to reset like you're posing. Yes. Very, so very much want so. to make sure. Yeah, I want to make sure and throw that in because that's really important. Because the judges, man, they're in, in all categories. They are scoring you the moment you step on stage. Yep. Everything so. you everything you just said is so true. I want to add. A, I want to add a couple things before we get into the side po side pose. First one is um, is if you do have to relax and like catch your breath because you are cramping or something, a hack. This is this is what I do. This is actually what I teach too. Is um, you can you can switch legs. So like get mm -hmm. good, get good. So like you want to spend most of your time on your dominant leg, but switch it up, okay? And then like if if you're if one leg's cramping, then switch switch to the other side. When you do though, and and when you and when you take a breath, cross your hands over your abs real quick. <laughs> take take your quick breath, you know, or try to sneak in your breaths like when your abs are facing away because you never want you. you your, your midsection is everything in men's physique and you mm -hmm. never want you you never you never want to let your abs just like hang out and and you you can make yourself you can make yourself look five percent body fat and then 15 percent body fat really quick if you mess up your poses yes and you so, can and, and and so just practice in front of a mirror and, and and figure out ways that you could make that transition and just make it look smooth and so that you don't and so that you don't lose your physique and um, lose your symmetry while you're making these transitions because you don't want to get too fancy with it to your point um and then that that flare that flare on the back where you where, where you're talking about flexing both triceps bro i just had to say that's like my favorite one i do that one every single time i don't care what category yeah. man I, I that's be my favorite one yeah, yeah, yeah I could, I could, I could, <laughs> it's, it's it's a pretty good pose just by itself too. Is if you're like you basically start kind of in a lat spread, and then from there it's just a matter of flexing your, of flexing your triceps, and it looks and it looks good if you do it like between lat spreads or between back double biceps and other categories, um, or even a men's physique, obviously because you're kind of limited. You can't really go over your head. You don't want to get too carried away with doing like bodybuilding style poses in men's physique. But something like that is just nice and subtle, man. And it adds a lot, I think, to the stage presence and what you the show. Flare, the, the flare the that crowd. you throw in, in between back and front. It has to be in between. You can't do it when you're facing front and you're in your front pose. Yeah. And you can't do it when you're in your back pose. You can't be throwing little things in when you're in that. So it's got to be in between. And you got to add that. A lot of guys do a, will do a double thing where they bring out their, they do this or they do a, they come out and do a double arm before they come out. You know, it's adding it in between because like you said, you can't do it. You can't get out there and go, okay, I'm in my front pose, front double by. 
not in men's physique. It's not part of what, what they're going to ask you to do. So don't Correct. practice it. Um, and, a, and a thing that you said about a mirror, um, I, I'm, I'm the kind of coach that I tell my athletes, it's great to practice in front of a mirror, but don't but use it I as a want, crutch. <laughs> but when you practice, I want you to get into position and then look in the mirror. I don't want you looking in the mirror to get into position because you will rely on it and if you can't feel your body that your one shoulder is a little raised or you know one shoulder is dipping when you're in a certain pose you can't feel your body then you don't know your body you're you need to know that you're in position without relying on the mirror because it like you said it, it you said it perfectly it can be a crutch so when you practice so much in the mirror and then you get backstage and you're looking in that mirror practicing again when you get out on stage you're gonna go oh guess what there is no mirror I don't know what I look like. That's why practicing with the mirror is get in position, then look. If you're if you've got a tweak, or if you if you don't have a coach, that's what I do is I practice with the mirror, but I don't look at the mirror to get into position. I get into position and then look at the mirror, so that yeah. I can tweak myself a little bit from that from that point and know your body. So that's 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 very very good advice. I. I've never, I guess I never really thought of it that way with, with the mirror. I'm either practicing with a mirror, practicing without it and setting up my tripod with my camera. And then I'll go back and study it and make sure that I hit the poses properly. And then you have everything that you need for your progress pictures. And, and, everything and that's good right too. There. Videotaping yourself and not using a mirror can, can go, you can go back and look at it. And it's like when you're doing exercises in the gym and you want to post it, Oh, I'm going to do this, this new exercise. And I want to post it on, you know, on my, on my page or whatever and i want to do this you you record it but then you don't go i'm just going to go ahead and you know i i would probably say about 90 percent of us are not doing what we're doing exercise wise live <laughs> we're recording it and then we're, we're going i don't like that i'm going to re-record that because that didn't that didn't didn't turn out the way i liked it so it's kind of the same thing so yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna post the thing if you're if it's not done correctly so um relying on the mirror it's not to contradict what you're saying coaches i believe in mirrors i believe that they're going to work for us but man don't use it it's like okay man oh man i'm looking all good because when it becomes a crutch and you get on stage mm, mm, it's not going to work for you because there's nothing for you to go back and it's like i don't even know what i look like yep you'll so, you, you'll either yeah. learn the, the hard but the easy way or the hard way on that one <laughs> right 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 cool okay so, so back up side side pose here we go uh, this, this, this is my personal favorite pose, actually, for men's physique. So the judges will say either quarter turn to the right, or they will say face the side or face the right of the stage. And then your feet are going to both be directly pointed towards the side of the stage. That's the direction of your toes, that, that is. You're going to kick either of your feet backwards. It, you, can, you get to pick on this one. Most athletes that I see prefer to kick the leg that's facing the judges backwards, the one that's the, the front leg. So if you're, So it would be your left leg in this case. Um, but if you have a particularly blocky waist, like I do, uh, you may be better off kicking your back leg back because you can twist your waist further that way and tighten up just a little bit more. So yeah. here again, play, play around and see which position works best for you. So then for hips and legs, your hips should be uh, pointed directly towards the side of the stage. And then from there, you're going to spike the calf of the foot that you're putting behind you. Think of doing a calf raise. And then your weight should be on the balls or the toes of your feet with a slight forward lean. So you're kind of looking like you have some place to go, like you're going to be walking forward. And then as far as your upper body goes, chest up nice and high, confident. You're going to expand that rib cage, rotate your shoulders to face the judges so that they can see your chest. 
and you, you want to twist as far as you can with the shoulders. Make sure your hips are pointed directly to the side. That's how you're really going to make that, that waist nice and small. And then your front arm is going to be on your hip. Your, um, you're going to flex your tricep and your bicep. So this is your left arm. You're going to make sure that you flex your bicep and your tricep just a little bit. Figure flex here again is what we're calling it. Your back arm is going to be about 6 to 12 inches from your waist, and that's going to be out in front of you. Um, so that would be your right arm in this case. You're going to flex your right pec by thinking of doing like a cable fly with your back arm. That's the way that I always teach to get your uh, your chest striations to pop out. Just actually think about doing a fly. Dumbbell, cable, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, you're going to show your chest striations and your front delt and your pec separation. Um, and then you're going to crunch down hard on your, on your abs, your obliques, and your intercostals. And here again, you want to be smiling and facing the judges. All perfect. One of the things that I've seen in the in the classic physique when, when guys do this is they're so everything that you said is is perfect. They should do everything exactly as you said. One of the things that I've seen is the problem is I have a guy named Tier that I'm coaching right now. The young man looks dynamite. He has a tendency when let's just say I'm facing and we're doing a thing. He has a tendency to dip that front shoulder and raise the back shoulder when he's doing that flex. And it takes away from the clamshell effect of that chest. He's got a weak, um, his his upper chest is is not super thick, but he feels like if he raises, I mean, it's like you know, he's basically doing, basically doing this, and it and because he says that when the judges are down there and they're gonna no, the judges are looking up, they want to see that, so you don't want to raise this shoulder because it takes away from your symmetry. It's keeping, like you said, everything pretty even, and you want to have that. Mm. You want to have that arm out, but you want to have it where this is all thick, but without raising, like doing like this. You don't want that shoulder up here. You want to keep that as level as you can with the other shoulder when you're doing it. I mean, slightly raised is fine, but you're taking away from the symmetry. You look very, very odd on stage if you're the guy up there that's doing this, trying to get that chest to pop. When it Try it. Your chest doesn't pop, but your chest pops the way you described it, just bringing that arm up brings the thickness in it brings the clamshell effect to the middle of the chest um trying not to raise that that the shoulder that's on the back side facing that's not that's away from the judges bringing it too high takes away from your symmetry completely so but everything else 100 is exactly what i would do cool are you a are you a front are you a left leg in front or a or a right leg in front guy i i i like my leg the front leg I like my leg, the front one. Just have some great. I have I have cyclist legs, so I have really good calves, but I have a great striation on the side of my leg, mm. and so I like that to be with what I like that to be where the where the weight is kind of setting on it. So I like that to be the, the my leg to be front. And you know what I tell I tell the guys that are classic physique that I work with. I have three guys that I'm working with right now. Um, it's what you're comfortable with. It, I could tell you what looks good, but if you're not comfortable doing it, you're not going to do it right. Correct. So we want you comfortable and then we'll tweak it to make you look great. And so Tier does the same thing. He has the, he no, he does the back leg as the bent leg. He does the back leg as the bent leg on him. Um, he is taller and leaner, but man, that, that I'm telling you, this kid is like, he's like 28, but he, his width and his, his shoulder width and his lat width. I'm like, man, dude, you are. <laughs> You, we have to catch your legs up to the upper body because <laughs> I have noticed in classic physique in the last few shows that man, the guys with the dynamite looking legs, whether they're uppers or huge or not, the dynamite, I mean, shredded legs and, and good sized legs are winning it right now. 
Yeah. So, yeah. And so he's, like I said, he's dynamite thicker. I mean, he's just wide. Um, he's like, he said, he's pretty, he's, he's about my height, about, about my weight, but he's distributed so different than I yeah. am. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to be thick everywhere except the waist. If you, um, if, if you're doing, if you're listening and you have long skinny legs, <laughs> um, on the side pose, I, I would recommend try to smash your legs together. Like try to put yeah. your, so, so like, so like in this case, I would be, I'll be facing the facing the right of the stage okay so I'm, I'm a back leg back kind of guy for a couple of reasons you you and here again this is this is this is why you need this is why you need to know your body um i know that my legs are kind of one of my stronger points and so uh, excuse me in in men's physique that is my legs are always bigger than everybody else because i do classic and bodybuilding mainly right so um if, if i'm up against guys that i know have smaller legs like i just want the judges to be aware of that so I'm um, so I'm going to be so I'm going to be showing calves like wherever I can in particular. Some judges say that they judge calves. Some of them don't. I believe that most of them do. And I think that more of them are paying more attention to it now. And I think just um, leg mass overall. But that's why I like to. That's another reason why I like to have my right leg back uh, when I'm facing the right of the stage. Um, but if uh, so, so if I was going to so if I was going to make my uh, my left leg, which is the one that's facing the judges, appear bigger. Um, I would have my right kneecap right behind my left kneecap. So basically my right patella is just inside my right knee, and it looks kind of goofy from the front. And so that's why that's why it's a side pose. You don't want to do this if you're, fa if right. you're facing somebody square on because it looks like you're about to pee your pants. But you uh, but you'd smash your but you use your right quad to push your left hamstring out. And it's kind of like if you're facing a camera, um, folding your arms, like, you know how you can make your biceps look bigger by folding your arms and using your fists behind your biceps. Like, it's, yeah. It's just, it, it, yeah, like, I don't it's know. The same I, thing I, with your legs. Yeah. I figured that out when I was like 12 years old, you know, <laughs> so, <it's> like, <laughs> it's, it's a, same, same thing. It's an illusion. Everything in bodybuilding is an illusion. Like you're just showing the judges, a shape that's your entire objective when you're when you're on stage yeah i agree 100 awesome okay so the rear pose is the is, is the last pose that we have actually so the judges are going to say quarter turn to the right or face the back of the stage gentlemen feet you're going to angle your toes about 90 degrees here again to show leg symmetry and pick which leg your strong leg is it doesn't matter and so um, well, it, it does matter. You need to know your physique, <laughs> um, but I like to right. use my, I, I, I like to use my right leg, um, but my, 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 my hamstrings and my calves are pretty well balanced. And so I don't get too, I don't lose too much sleep over it. I go back and forth depending on, let me put it this way. I show them whichever calf is not cramping usually when I'm facing the back of the stage, <laughs> if we're going to be completely that's honest. A, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. So practice these in the off season so that you're not cramping on stage. That's what you should, that, that's what you should be doing. So um, all of your body weights, body's weight is going to be on your strong leg. You're going to spike the calf of your weak leg and then your hips and legs. You're going to uh, slightly bend the knees, thinking of like lunging with your supporting leg or your strong leg. And then you're going to tilt your pelvis forward just slightly and arch your lower back. Your upper body, you're going to expand your rib cage and expand your lats here again. Um, take like a little bit of a shallow breath into your upper lungs, not into your gut, but into, into just like the top of your lungs. That's usually like the finishing touch to get your lats to spread just a little bit wider. And then you're going to let your arms comfortably hang to the side as if they're sitting on top of your lats like they're big balloons that are filled with air. So 
from there you pick you can have one hand on your hips uh you can have no hands on your hips place either hand on your hip only if it feels natural though and does not take away from your lat symmetry and then the last thing is this is the one pose that you actually don't have to smile on so if you're one of those people they don't know doesn't like to yeah. do it, then yeah. Um, and, and so serious, and, and, and actually like I'm, I'm, I'm halfway joking, but I'm halfway not because I will intentionally not smile on the back poses just to give my face a break, bro. And then when I turn to the, and then when I turn yeah. to the front, then the smile comes back and here we go. <laughs> Imagine getting I'm, a I'm usually focused. I'm usually like face. focusing on breathing on the back and just taking real slow right. breaths. <laughs> Imagine though getting a cramp in your face from smiling so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not seeing it yet. I've not heard it, but I'm sure it's happened. So um, on, on all that, absolutely perfect. Cause there's a certain, I mean, again, know your, know your body because you know, some guys have a tip that you can point your toes at a little bit guys with taller, uh, that are taller, got, um, longer legs. Um, like tear does. It's like, I have to actually get him to point his, his knees out a little bit, point them toes and everything out so that it brings that quad around. So it makes his legs look bigger. Um, mm -hmm. so other, other than that, it's, um, yeah, he that's that's all I ever worry about with getting him because the other guys have got great legs. They're actually smaller than he is um, upper body, but it's just trying to get them um, to where they look. I mean, Tears legs look as good as the other guys do just by simply turning his feet out a little bit, bringing that quad. You actually bring in, as you do that, your quad comes around and they look it looks bigger, um, even though his legs aren't the same size as the, as they, as they are. So. Um, but yeah, that's actually described perfectly. And yeah, rest your rest your smile. Probably the best advice I've heard <laughs> is rest that smile when you're not facing the judges. They they're wondering if you're smiling. Trust me. Like I said, Dominic asked me. I wonder if you guys if you're smiling because you're all because I'm always smiling. Um, if you're smiling in your back pose, and I actually think about it. I don't know if I am or not. I think I am. I'm pretty sure I am smiling. But um, even though there's nobody there to see it, so. <laughs> Yeah. Um, other than other than the guys that are lined up to your right in the in the in the diagonal lines, they can see it. But other than that, let's let's be yeah. let's be let's be really honest, though, bro. Let let's let's get let's get really honest with ourselves. If we're, <laughs> if we're if we're if we're if the judges have us in the middle and we're facing the back, we're smiling. If they have us like like way crammed over on the edge and they got some other dude in the middle that shouldn't be in the middle, I'm pissed off, dude. And I'm not smiling. <laughs> I got my fake smile when I'm turning back to the front. I'm like, all right, let's get me back to the middle. <laughs> what happened here? <laughs> you know, I actually went that you're mentioning that, coach, is that. At this show, in the in the uh, competitors meeting, in the athlete meeting, they actually, for the first time that I have ever heard it, I go to the athlete meeting every time. Just I don't know, they may they may say something different. Well, this time they did. They actually had said, just because you are in the middle, doesn't mean you win. Right. You know, it's like I I'm like, uh, and, wait, and, wait. And, they, and they and they always say that every show, but you always know, yeah, whatever. You're you're like, we we know that the person in the middle always always wins. Like, how can you argue that? But but it was different this time. They actually did move everybody around. They gave everybody a fair look, and like they they just wanted to see everybody from every angle. Yeah, no, I agree. yeah, because in because in mine, I this show. I think I was sitting in uh, when I came off in the in the fifties. I came off in either in the third. I think I came off in the third spot or the fourth spot um and i was like i i mean i wouldn't wear it i knew how i looked and so when they called it and at the end you know and i ended up getting second in that one um i was like wow they actually they actually and i'd seen it in a few other categories too and i was like oh wow they actually were doing what they said they, that they weren't going because you were in the middle doesn't mean you win because i know there was one guy in the middle that i was like man i hope he doesn't win but and he, he didn't but you know it was just one of them one of them things that 
they actually had to have that conversation with because I, I I've not heard it because I always hear if you're in the middle after prejudging, then you win because that's what all coaches say, you know, but they, they went into it for, for spent a few minutes talking about it and people were going, so if I'm in the two spot, does that mean I get second? He goes, no, it doesn't mean anything. It means we move people around. We're giving everybody a fair shake. We're giving everybody a good yep. look and we want to compare everybody. And, you know, we really want to do that. So, yep. uh, you know, my advice is, like, like you said, it's probably best if you're in the middle, smile. If you're in the one or two spot or in two or three spot, smile still. But if you're on the outside, maybe rest that face, like you said. <laughs> maybe maybe rest the smile and then and then t- turn back around and really put on a show to get moved back to the middle. So <laughs> you, you don't know. I just thought I'd throw that in because I remember that. I remember them talking about that at, at the competitors meeting. And I'm like, what the? I've never heard of that before. Really, it's complete opposite always. So yeah. every coach will tell you middle spot means you win. So, <laughs> so uh, walking tips, J- judges may often ask to walk to the front line and then to the back of the stage as needed to compare athletes from various angles here again, um, walk confident men's physique is typically judged 40% proportion, 25% conditioning and excuse me, 35% conditioning and 25% muscularity. However, stage presence and confidence enhance all of these and heavily influence the perception that the judges and the crowd have on your performance. To express confidence as you walk on stage, focus on these tips. Smile, keep your chest high, shallow breast to keep your waist small. Do not rush. You probably took anywhere from three to six months to prepare for the show. So use every second that you have on stage to show that you belong up there. Absolutely. What would you say on walking tips, pal? I would say you said the word confident. Don't walk out there like you own the place because they're going to see the difference between a cocky walk and and uh, confidence. Um, I won't mention a gentleman's name, but he has won a lot. He's this is his first year. He's won a lot um, at this particular show. He walked like he owned the stage. And you know what? He got seconds and thirds and um, uh, no first place. And it, and it was very noticeable the way he presented himself on stage and the way he walked out on stage. Confidence is key. It's like, you know, you could walk with, like you said, like you're walking out there, confident, smiling at the judges, giving them a wave. Make sure that you're, you're acknowledging people that are out there. People, like you said, came to watch a show, acknowledge them with, with a wave. I always do a thing where I always do a, I always do a double point or a single point, and that's to honor my brother. Um, but I always do something, but I always make sure and give away, but I'm very confident when I walk out. So when I set up, I'm setting up confidently. So it, cause it'll, it'll, if you walk out there like, oh boy, whew, oh boy, it's going to show when you set up for your first pose, your front pose to the judges. And then they're going to turn to your back. Um, it actually happened to me. I, I've totally messed up on my walkout. Um, and it showed when I did my, when I set up for my front pose, I did a vacuum instead of my normal ab rollout. I just did everything the opposite that I, that I normally do. Um, I did win the show, um, but boy, it, 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 it was, it was pretty bad when I did the walkout. It, I forgot to go to the back of the stage and walk forward. I walked straight to the front of the stage and then I started, I, it was a complete, yeah. So confidence, knowing that what, you know, practice, you don't just practice your posing, practice your walkout. So your posing, part of your posing is walking out to do your setup, your front, your front pose, walking out confidently, walking out confidently, 
my last coach, that's what they talk about. Walk out. I want you to walk out like you're gonna, the way you're going to walk out on stage. I want you to wave. I want you to do what you do. And I want you to practice everything. So, yeah, I agree. Confident. You've got to walk out because they're judging. Again, from the moment they see your body walking out on stage, if you're walking out there like, do-do-do, that's, they're like, oh, great. Um, this guy's not taking this serious. So, and yeah, be confident. Yeah. Be very confident. But don't be cocky. Don't be cocky. Hey, podcast. So that's actually all the boys had time for on this one. No worries. Coach Taylor is here at the rescue to cover uh, what they were not able to get to. And that's T-Walks. Unfortunately, men's physique athletes do not have an entire minute to free pose like classic physique or bodybuilding. However, men's physique athletes do get around 30 seconds to perform a T-Walk similar to the bikini category using house music. So what's a T-Walk? Typically, you'll be asked to walk to the rear center of the stage, see below, where you will strike your first pose on the X. There's an X pattern on the floor that is usually laid out like this. One X at the center back of the stage by the curtains, one X at the front center of the stage closest to the judges, and one X on each side of the front of the stage. That's four X's total. From there, you'll walk to the front center and pose, walk to the left X and do a pose, and then walk to the front center or right X to strike your final pose before exiting. Don't forget to smile. Poses should be held for no more than three seconds each, and the entire individual presentation should be completed in about 30 seconds. The head judge may allow more time depending on the size of the stage and number of athletes competing. Practice every single combination of walks and familiarize yourself with which poses are your favorites and which spots they're in. Every competition will have you do something a little different so that no matter what they ask you to do, you've done it before and it's just another day at work. And that's what you need to know about T-Walks. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining us. If you found this helpful, please pay it forward by sharing with a friend. One more thing before we sign off. If you're not subscribed to our nutrition podcast, Carnivore Coaches Corner, you're really missing out. Colt and Mark collaborate weekly, diving deep into meat-based nutrition and advanced hypertrophy training featuring top coaches and nutritionists from across the globe. If you're a fan of the low-carb lifestyle or just getting into it, just search Carnivore Coaches Corner on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Overcast, Google Podcasts. And if your podcatcher isn't on this list, tell us where you're listening and we'll make sure to get Carnivore Coaches Corner wherever you're at. Thanks again one more time. We'll catch you on Monday for episode 206, where we're going to get you pumped up for next week. I'm going to leave you with our battle cry here at supersetyourlife.com. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. Do not know that your body is a sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God. You are not your own, for you were purchased at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. Have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon.